Fucking when it wants to. Okay. All right. We're in business. What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Nerd Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here. That is me, Mr. T. Here with my other half, Mr. Austin Rawson. Austin, buddy, how in the fuck are you? <laughs> the fuck was <laughs> dude I, forgot. I really thought that was real for a second get faked out by the freeze no, I just doing... saw... it looked pretty legit though <laughs> things, are... Hey, uh... things are Go great ahead. things are going really good truck is almost done being built um Nikki Haley is winning debate after debate after debate, and she's climbing the polls. Everything's going great. Now, that's what I'm talking about, man. Um, so I wasn't I was gonna actually walk past this, but we we do have to address the elephant in the room. Uh, a certain guest was supposed to be here for this episode, and that didn't work out. Uh, all I can say because I don't I really don't want to get into this just to keep us out of legal stuff, whatever, but uh just it fell through. I'm sorry to disappoint those of you that were actually looking forward to it. I'm a little disappointed too because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to get in on this interview. It could have been pretty juicy. But um all I can really say is that it didn't quite work out the way we wanted it to, so it's been postponed. It's it's on the shelf for now. It's not a it's not like it's not happening, but it's been postponed. There's just been there's just some stuff going on behind it. So that being said, uh, I do apologize to a lot of you that actually asked about it, and we're looking forward to it. Sorry, that's the best I can do. But we're gonna go on with the show. That's that's what I want want to do. That's the plan. So, <clears throat> Austin, let's talk politics. Speaking of Nikki Haley. What is going on with Trump and DeSantis? Well, most importantly, the Republican presidential, second presidential Republican debate, Republican presidential debate happened last night. And while not as good as the first one, it it had a couple good moments. Um, at some point, Nikki Haley told Vivek Ramaswamy that every time she hears something from him, she feels a little bit stupider. Which top highlight because Vivek Ramaswamy is a bumbling. He's a smart guy, but he doesn't know anything he's talking about. It's like if you needed to, like, do your daughter's hair and you called a plumber, and the plumber's like, "Yeah, put it in a ponytail." That's a good idea. Right. Um, sure, but he he may he doesn't know anything about doing hair. Why are you calling a plumber? Vivek yeah, Ramaswamy exactly. Has no idea what he's talking about on half most issues. Um, he's he is running, a little different. He's not running for president. He's running for something else. He's running for like Senate. Yeah. Um. So he's trying to get his name out there so he can get money because in Ohio where he lives, oh. um, there's gonna be an opening in a Senate seat. Mm, you know, I don't like him also because he's a Chinese shill. He opened a bunch of businesses in China and did a bunch of business with China with the um, Chinese Communist Party. Isn't he the same guy that's like anti-China and shit too? Pretending to be. But he's I was not gonna say, where where does he come from exactly? I remember seeing him on like Turning Point. He made a bunch of money 
um, running like tech businesses. Running tech business. Okay, that about explains it though, because a lot of these people that are like conservative speakers or whatever, <clears throat> they came from money or they came from like a really well organized, well taken care of family. I have yet to hear a story of how one of them came from like nothing. Well, except for Candace Owens, technically, right? Didn't she kind of come from like an average? Average lifestyle wasn't exactly a rich family. Well, there's a bunch of them, like Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck's family wasn't rich. What about um? Ben's family was kind of, you know, just regular middle class. Right. What about what's his face, Matt Walsh? I never actually like learned about his background, even though I love listening to him. Uh, I think he was just like some shock jockey before all this, and yeah. Well, that's what got him in trouble. I'm sure you heard about that, how they pulled up all the shit he said from fucking, what, like 10, 20 years ago or whatever. Something he said on the radio of where he was working, and he was like, yeah, you know, like, whatever, this is the world we live in, but this was when I was much younger. But yeah, it's... it. Um, so that'll, that, um, that debate was... Fun. Nikki Haley and Tim Scott had a couple really good exchanges. DeSantis and Haley actually got into it a little bit. Oh um, shit! Really? Yeah. Um, so Ron DeSantis before when he um, so Nikki Haley's great line was Ron DeSantis talks about a lot about day one. Well, you should be worried about with Ron DeSantis is what happens on day two. Um, right. Because when he became governor of Florida. He made it, he outlawed a bunch of fracking on federal lands on in Florida. Right. And did a bunch of stuff that he, and he tried to hit back on her on it. And she kind of got his ass. She, she was like, no, 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 this is not right. Um, then the, for some reason, this board of people questioning these moderators were like actively throwing softball pitches to Ron DeSantis yeah. until the very end. And they kept trying to personally pick fights between individual people. And they kept trying to pick this fight between Vivek and Mike Pence. And, the, and it didn't really work. Yeah. Um, but one place they did, they really picked a fight between Haley and Tim Scott. I don't know how I feel about Tim Scott. I think I just kind of don't like that the dude's not a family man. Does that make sense? Well, I get Matt Walsh says this. You can't get a woman to pick you to be your husband. Why should we pick you to be your wife? Be your be the president of the United States? Correct. Correct. But, um, That's exactly. One of the, one of the biggest thing one of the biggest craziest things was Haley and Scott got into it and they asked Haley and Scott like Tim Scott, won't you tell Nikki Haley why 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 hasn't this and this been done in the Senate and how who will be a better president? And Tim Scott goes, We'll do this. Well, when I become president, we'll do this and this and this and this. And Haley goes, Tim, I love you. We've known each other for a long time. We've worked together before. But Tim, you've been in DC for 12 years. Where have you been? Why hasn't this gotten done? All I keep hearing from you is we'll do this, we'll do this. But uh, the 12 years you've been in Washington, you haven't done any of that. Yeah, exactly. And 
Tim Scott got upset about that. He goes, well, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley likes to, Nikki Haley likes to talk about cutting spending, but she, he said, and it was a pretty good line. If it was any kind of true said, Haley's never met a federal dollar. She doesn't like. Right. And he talked about, she spent $5 million on curtains when she was you an ambassador and Haley goes, um, clearly you don't know what you're talking about because Obama bought those curtains. I, they were there when I got there. Yeah. I have yeah. a picture of me with the curtains. <laughs> yes, but they were there when I got there. I did not buy them. Yeah. And well, so, Tim, doing, so they get off it and they go back to Tim Scott and Tim Scott tries to bring it up again. And he goes, um, he goes, Nikki, what you need, um, I want to get back to it, to get back to that conversation Nikki and I were having. And Haley goes, bring it on, Tim. Bring it Bring it on. She knows what's up. Yeah. And he falls flat in his face. And so that's why I'm calling Haley the winner. She got in some fights with Vivek. She came out on top of the ones with Vivek. She got on a fight with Tim Scott. Um, she and Tim Scott got into it, and she came out on top with Scott. And she and DeSantis came out. Came in, and I, I don't know. I don't know if you can count a winner in the exchanges between DeSantis and Haley. Why um, are they both like solid points or what? Yeah, they they both kind of. DeSantis just went like, "You're lying, you're lying, you're lying." Um, the people of Florida voted for that ban, not me. And he he said, "No, people just do your research." DeSantis, yeah, exactly. DeSantis got rid of these before the vote. Then the vote happened, be, and largely because of DeSantis's leadership. Um, right. Chris Christie, who's normally like the best debater on stage, no matter what, everywhere he goes, he unfortunately just didn't show up last night. It wasn't very good. He took some swipes at Trump, but I mean, they were kind of, why is he not here? Why is he not answering questions? I respect everybody up here for taking questions. Why doesn't Trump take questions? Right, or, yeah, but... Trump right now, he's just refusing to do anything, right? He's not, like, campaigning much, given the situation that's currently going well, on. He's, he's stuck so hard in the... In the cell. <laughs> he's stuck so hard in these legal fights, he doesn't have time to. He's yeah. paying billions and millions of dollars from his campaign fund to fight his legal battles. Yeah, to get the fuck out of all that, because... I mean, that's kind of the point, though, right? They want to just keep finding ways to prevent him from even being able to get in. So, I mean, I don't condone it, but it's kind of a, it makes sense. I mean, that's the, I know I'm going to sound like a piece of shit, dude, but that's the fucking Democrats for you, man. They do that shit a lot. I mean, Trump's a little more severe, if you ask me. I do think they've wasted a lot of time on this man and money, our money. I don't know. So you are for sure, as we've discussed, you are Team Haley. Oh, correct. 100%. Fully. Dude, I have no idea who the fuck I'm voting for. I have, like, no... I don't know, dude. There's. Let me, let me attempt to make the argument of why, why I think Haley is the best option for president. Okay, let's hear it. I want to know. There is one candidate... There are two candidates in this... Um, election that have both executive and foreign policy experience. Right. Mike Pence and Nikki Haley. There's only one candidate truly discussing. 
The reality on the ground is that if the United States has not fixed their debt problem, yes, they are going to this country will collapse if we don't fix our debt problem. Now, Do it now. everybody, everybody on stage is talking about fixing the debt problem, right? Yeah. But the problem is the United States debt is built on a system of the three major pillars of debt, Social Security, Medicaid, and Medicare. Ron DeSantis has refused to touch Medicaid, Medicare, and Social Security. He refuses to do it. He's a coward. Uh He talks about, oh, we're going to reform spending. Yeah, the 20% of spending, we're going to stop sending money overseas. We're going to... We're going to cut spending on infrastructure plans. Is nothing. That does nothing. If we don't fix Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, because they are bankrupt. Yeah, and they're bleeding the whole country dry. And, there's only, and Trump refuses to do it. Trump refuses to talk about it. And Trump even says, we're not going to touch Social Security. We're going to leave it alone, which is doing this country to, um, to default. Right, because it, it does the same. I can't stand Vivek because he's a loser who doesn't know what he's talking about, who's never been involved, who all of a sudden in 2018 decided, oh, I'm going to run for president, so I better start getting my act together. Better start getting my shit, yeah. Stopped working with the Chinese, started finally voting in elections, finally registered to vote. All this stupid crap he does. So he's just as generous and retarded. Oh, dude, that's fucking hilarious. There's one candidate who's legit talking about, we need to restructure Social Security. We need to restructure Medicaid Medicare. We need to fix these problems. If we don't do it, it's going to bankrupt us. And that's the only person who's got the guts to say it is Nikki Haley. I, I can understand. Okay. I can see why. I mean, I'm going to be honest, dude. Yeah, I did support Trump and I did vote for him, but I'm kind of just not this time because, dude, there's too much. I've said this before on the show. There's too much fucking baggage. There's yeah. too much publicity shit going on. There's always something about him in the fucking news. They wouldn't let him get his job done if he were elected again. And then we have to suffer again. If Trump is a nominee, I'll vote for him. But I don't know if he will win. I don't <clears throat> yeah. He I don't I don't think so. I mean, I will say this though, the more they keep fucking with him and doing this shit. The more they're gonna rile up his fan base, and not just his fan base, those hardcore fucking yeah, QAnon Manica Republicans. They're doing this because it also motivates people who don't like Trump. Well, it yeah, the more ammunition it gives them more it's reason be to Biden. go out and vote because they're scared. The only way that Trump and Biden go again and Trump wins is because Joe, the Democrats don't come out and vote because they don't like Joe Biden. Right. So that, and no one's on black Joe Biden have to vote for him. But last election, people hated Trump so enough badly. That, they yeah. that they went out and voted for Biden. So they're uh-huh. trying to make sure that people are so scared of Trump that they will go out and vote. Yep, and it does sound like a, so you could tell a lot of people aren't happy with Biden on that side of the room. But I have this weird feeling that they're going to vote for him again just to avoid if Trump has that momentum. And I'm worried because a lot of people made that decision the first time and look how shitty that turned out. How far would you be willing to go to make sure one man doesn't make it into office? You know what I'm saying? Like some of the motherfuckers might vote for his dumb ass again. And I I actually got asked a question 
about like you know with uh, Biden and all that, and it was like, was your life worse? Are you worse off now than you were before Biden? Or and I was like, oh, definitely worse because towards the end of Trump's reign, I uh, started to notice some issues with money and like the economy, like things were changing, and I was like, eh, this, I don't know, I don't like how this is going. Because, yeah, we can sit here and say Trump did a lot of amazing things, but there were still some things that didn't change. His first two years in office were whatever, right? They're not. Yeah. He had a bunch of bad people in. He didn't know what he's doing. It took some time for him to learn. Blah, blah, blah. Get that. His third year is an amazing year. Amazing. His third year is amazing. His oh, fourth year. He promotes Dr. Fauci. He shuts the country down. He advocates for shutdowns. He fast tracks the um, he fast tracks the vaccine without checks, checking on it, and um, forcing the FDA to do proper tests. I mean, he was a good president, net overall. But end of the day, we could have better. Exactly. And then when Biden took over, things did get progressively worse. Pretty quickly, I might add. Oh, yeah. Pretty fucking quickly. And it's just like every year that has gone by has just been worse than the last. It's weird how that works because you would think eventually some shit would change. And it's not, dude. It's fucking no one even knows who's really running this country because it for sure isn't him. I, you know, they they're giving him fucking paperwork and shit shit to sign shit to say so someone's running shit but he definitely sucks he's just he's useless i don't understand voting for him again i really don't understand people that are afraid of trump that's the thing i'm like dude because the stuff that comes out half the time is he said she said but when it is true when there's like a, a speckle or a, a sparkle of proof to it you gotta remember this is a rich man. What are most rich men, especially in politics? They're fucking con artists, dude. They're this isn't anything new. He's always had legal issues. It's just a bigger deal now because he was president. And to me, it's like, dude, I didn't vote for him because I care about who he's fucking or who he's paying to shut their mouth. I voted for him because I felt like he could take care of my country. And, like, you know, it is it is disgraceful, though, because you think about it, like, oh, wow, my favorite president of my lifetime um, had sex with porn stars and paid them off. <laughs> like, it's not a good look. But what's worse, that or, oh, man, my favorite president really made my fucking life hell. My kids won't get Christmas. I can't afford gas. To make matters worse, we can't even put food in this motherfucking house. I'm sorry, but the other one doesn't sound as bad. If you can get right. past that, you know, like separate the art from the artist. Because, all right, dude, people get so riled up when I say this, but Chris D'Elia, I like his comedy. I don't like him. I don't even fucking know him. Separating the art from the artist. <laughs> Not to say that he has anything to do with the president. I mean, he might sniff it and shit, but I... I liked Trump because I thought he did a good job and I thought he, I felt he was going to do a good job. I didn't give a shit that he was fucking 
porn stars and probably escorts and shit. I didn't even care that he was talking about women in such a disgraceful way. Because I was like, well, I mean, he's behind closed doors. It's his privacy. Makes me question him a little bit, of course. Like, how he treats people. But, again, Trump's a... Well, he's a a businessman, too. Most businessmen, they use things like, you know, assets, people, until it's no longer usable. And then you crap out and you start a new business or something. So, I mean, it's really no shock that Trump is the way he is. But we're in the social generation, so everything's on the fucking Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So you hear all this stuff and then you believe it. Like, yeah, no, he is a piece of shit. I'm just tired of hearing the name Trump, though, dude. I got to be honest. I'm getting real sick of hearing it. Because I I did get off of um, fucking truth social because i got tired of it the problem with it dude is it was it was either full of bots that were annoying as shit or it was full of QAnons, like hardcore MAGA republicans dude the, the crazy motherfuckers that make us look bad right there was no in between on there i wasn't asking for one way or the other i just wanted in between i wanted freedom i wanted to be able to interact with people and not get in trouble for it but the only people to interact with are fucking morons who are all there just to talk about Trump. You don't go on Truth Social and see anyone talking about the latest fucking album from Taylor Swift. Yeah, no, absolutely not. It's never that. Yeah, that's on X. It's such a dumb name, dude. I think we can agree it's stupid that they changed it to X. Because that just fucks up the integrity. It's Twitter, dude. Like, come on. And I don't know how people feel about it now i know a lot of people think it sucks but it's actually doing well if you look at the money but they should have just kept it as fucking twitter i don't like that he changed it and i'm sure you've heard the whole rumor about uh twitter might be charging people like a fee kind of like a subscription fee just to have it have you heard that shit no i haven't it's been a rumor but the thing is, is no one's actually touching on it. Like Elon was asked about it and he kind of brushed past it. So my opinion on it is if they do, then I think it's only fair that if you have to pay for it, it shouldn't cost too much extra for that blue check mark. Because if you're going to pay like what, 10, 15, you're already paying 15 for that blue check mark. Well, he wants to make it now. You have to pay no matter what. Uh... I'm not paying for for Twitter. I'm sorry. I'm not either, dude. Like, I've made a Twitter and deleted one like three different times in the last year because I would give it a shot. Couldn't get people to follow me because none of my friends are on there anyway. And I just, it's hard to even use it for anything because, you know, you can tweet something, but there's tons of people in the world. So, I mean, no one's really going to see it. Got to have that check mark. You got to have all these followers that are like difficult to get unless you've got a really big ass. For the Oh No Mo program. Oh No Mo program. Why do you have a fucking pair of... That's pliers, right? Correct. Why do you have pliers in your hand? Just handy. No clue. They were just he's like, sitting on the desk. He's like, in case I gotta cut someone, like, you know, just yeah. shut their mouth up. Let me cut them <laughs> lips off for you. Just... <coughs> <coughs> that uh, backfired. I got a show down my throat. <laughs> oh, I'll do that happened to me today I was drinking some coffee at work and I fucking 
wasn't paying attention. Went down the wrong tube, dude, and like I I died for at least a minute. Dude. I saw Jesus. I'll tell you that much. Like I'm pretty sure I was gonna die in that moment. I was sitting there like this is it. This is how I'm gonna die. And then I fucking coughed it up really hard, so hard that I actually drooled out my mouth like a five year old. It was pretty embarrassing. Yeah, dude, almost died. That shit was crazy. Oh, I got some fun news for the show. I went to AEW Dynamite last night at um, First Bank Center. Pretty cool show. Got smashed. Or I guess I don't want to use that term since that's now used for fucking. I did not get smashed. I got hammered. (laughs) I got really, really messed up off of just a couple beers. Like, just literally like two or three beers, dude, but they were tall boys and then they were IPAs because apparently we don't believe in regular ass beer. So, I drank three of those and like, ooh, dude, my world was just spinning. I was with a friend and same thing, dude. We didn't even make it through the whole show. We left at the main event. I was pissed. I was like, damn it. We missed the taping of Rampage and everything. But it was a wild experience because I went to AEW Dynamite when they went to First Bank last year. So it was cool to kind of like, you know, close that story up because I don't know if you know this, but First Bank is actually going to be demolished. It's Right. Yeah. So like, in fact, and I could be wrong, but I read this somewhere. The show I went to last night was the final show for First Bank Center. Huh. Right, because I guess they were down to, like, five concerts last year when they were supposed to have, like, 80 or some shit like that. Yeah, dude, they made, like, no money. And that thing is relatively new. It They opened it, like, 17 years ago. I remember when they put it up there and, like, the Wiggles would come to town there and shit. And I just found it strikingly odd dude that they were having concerts there because that place is tiny i'm talking yeah yeah, dude like last time when i went to AEW, i was up i was pretty high up in the air but dude it's so small i was not that far from the ring basically i had great pictures it's a tiny venue and i liked it it's just weird that they were doing concerts and shit there i think it's capacity was like over 1200 or something like that it's a really small amount Maybe a little more, I don't know, but I know it's tiny. It made me think, though, like, dude, where the fuck are they going to go now when they come out here? Because if they go to Colorado Springs, I'm going to be pissed. Budweiser. Didn't they change the name of Budweiser Event Center to something else, though? I heard Budweiser. I thought it was, yeah, I don't know. I heard someone say they changed the name, and I was like, what? Why are all these venues changing their fucking names? Yeah, it's still Budweiser Event Center, the one in Loveland. Okay, cool. I actually like the Budweiser Event Center. That's a tiny one, too, but it's pretty cool. I mean, I've seen wrestling events there. You know, dude, I've honestly... uh, I've been to a lot of concerts and a lot of, like, wrestling shows and stuff like that. Goddamn. The Sparta Combat League. What is this? What is it? The Sparta Combat League. I don't know. That sounds terrible. Oh, if you get a second when you're on your computer. Combat League. When you're on your computer, well, I mean, you are now, but when you have a second after this little bit, you got to search micro wrestling. Oh, no, I've seen Eisen Micro. (laughs) Chanel showed it to me, and I went down the rabbit hole. Dude, I was watching it, and I was like, whoa, dude, it's like a real federation. Okay, this sucks. Sparta's just... Trashy MMA. Okay, cool. Oh, dude, the fucking the big rumor in wrestling right now, though, is that uh, Edge is going to be signing with AEW. 
that's what they think. I mean, there's really no for sure on it, but I guess there's a lot of WWE officials that are like concerned about it. And if they're airing their concerns, then that means there's a real possibility of it. I, for one, hope so. I doubt it, though, dude. Edge is like a WWE lifer. He's always been there. That's where he's stayed. So I just don't see it happening. But I think it'd be pretty cool because Christians and AEW, I want to see them kind of do one last thing to end their careers because they're both old as fuck. And then uh, I know you don't know who she is, but AEW, uh, they built up this girl named Jade Cargill into basically the female Goldberg. Like, she never lost a match. She was the TBS Women's Champion for, like, over a year or some shit like that. It was a long-ass time. Well, anyway, her contract expired, and then there was rumors she was going to go to WWE. And then she was spotted at the Performance Center. And then they officially announced it the other day. Triple H did. <laughs> it was like, we want to welcome Jade Cargill to WWE. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I don't like her because, to me, she is a fucking, she's a ripoff of Bianca Belair, but she's the heel version. So I just don't, I don't give a shit, but it's like big news to everybody. I just looked it up. Top comment or top headline. How could the WWE make Jade Cargill a megastar if they haven't done it with anybody else? Get roasted, WWE. Oh, yeah. Dude, WWE fucking sucks right now. I know a lot of people like don't like AEW or they think it's cheesy, and I'm like, dude, watch them side by side. And here's all you got to know. WWE is PG. That's all you need to know. AEW is PG-13, so it's a little edgier. <coughs> and WWE makes stupid fucking decisions, like... Dude, Drew McIntyre could have been as big as The Rock or John Cena. He was larger than life when he was the champion. However, but Roman, but 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 we got have Roman wine. Roman, we yeah. Fuck over the blood wine. We the guys see the people, the, 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 the people who got the tattoo on the on the shoulder. That'll make everybody look really really cool. Yeah, dude. It's because he's part of that stupid fucking. That whole family dynasty, dude, they're all stars, so they cater to them. In my opinion, they cater to them. But, you know, like, numbers don't lie. They do put asses in seats, but, but I just... Roman. But, yeah, Adam, <laughs> Roman Reigns, acknowledge him. Dude, I loved when Cody Rhodes roasted him, dude. Leading up to WrestleMania, they were doing promos back and forth, and at one point, Roman was just like, hey, man, do me a favor. You ever won one of these belts? You ever main evented before at a WrestleMania? Like, just talking mad shit. And then Cody just comes on with, like, oh, the great Roman Reigns, a 12-year investment that only took nine to kick off. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> this shit was so fucking funny. And I was like, yeah, dude, because people hated Roman even before they do now. Like, I will say he's definitely got a fan base now. He's a megastar. There's no lying about that. But beforehand, dude, people fucking hated him. He was only ever good in the Shield. And, you know, story factions end, just like the storylines do. So, eventually it ended. And then Dean Ambrose became John Moxley in the AEW. Seth Rollins made a career for his own self, and I feel that all three of them have really cemented their legacy. However, Roman was fucking terrible in the beginning. This dude couldn't get a fucking break, dude. 
even when he had cancer and they were like, oh, we're so sorry, like, we're praying for you, and he left, he comes back, dude, and they're still fucking bullying him. <laughs> it was really bad. Fuck. And then there was, I remember there was a time where John Cena was around and they had a little feud, like, way before Roman was the tribal chief. This was back when he was the big dog, the, you know, like, years ago. Right. Well, Roman did a promo where he was pissed that part-timers were around taking all the spotlight. And John Cena said, like, dude, I'm here because you can't do your job. Dude, it was fucking... Accurate. Yeah, it was a mess. It was sad. He was like, I wouldn't be here if you could do what I do. It like, just went in on him. He's like, I shouldn't be here, but, you know, part-time me is way better than full-time you. Like... And, dude, I don't know if you had seen it, but last, or was it this Friday? or I can't remember. One of these two Fridays ago, I think. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know. We talked about it with Alex. Never mind. The Rock and John Cena, how they yeah. were there. I was pissed because I was like, man, I didn't go. But then I thought about it. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't pay for that shit, though, because they were there for like two minutes each, if that. That's such a stupid fucking episode. But anyway, enough with fucking wrestling. Let's get back to on Reddit, they have like an Ask Reddit where people ask questions. Yeah. One of the craziest ones I ever heard is called the the question was what's the weirdest thing a medical professional has ever casually said to you? Okay. He said, um, I have back pain and I'm not overly young. So the doctor said basically, well, that's just your life now. You're tall. It's just your life now. So the guy goes, so I'm just going to end up being hunched over when I'm 90? Guy says, the doctor says, LOL, you're not going to see 90. (laughs) You're not going to see 90. The guy said, "Um, pardon? The doctor said, how many tall old people have you ever seen? (laughs) How many tall old people? That's fucked up. (laughs) I mean, it's accurate. How I many? once had a doctor tell me that my metabolism is so slow that I would do very well in an apocalypse. <laughs> that's actually that's quite a compliment. That's pretty badass if you think about it. After I destroyed my knee riding BMX when I was 17, the emergency room surgeon said, wow, you really fucked that up. <laughs> you really fucked that up. <laughs> Dude, imagine... I was living in a foreign country and had a cold. Went to the doctor and he comes in eating a bowl of cereal. Already weird. Checks some things and says, do you know what AIDS is? I'm in complete (laughs) shock and say, yes, I do. He follows up with the, it's a virus and there's no cure. Goes on to explain why there's no cure. All while I'm seeing my life over as I know it. (laughs) Finally ends with, but you don't have that virus. You have a different one, much more common and treatable. But I want you to understand why an antibiotic wouldn't work. Still in shock, I'm like, so I don't have AIDS? <laughs> he goes, no, and walks out. <laughs> what a roller coaster. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> well, you don't have that, basically. <laughs> been, so AIDS Just, is a thing, it gets you bad. But you don't have it, don't worry about it. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. During surgery to replace my broken finger that had been pushed out of my own body, 
said, I'm really getting them in there this time, you fr little freak of nature. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I once had a nurse say some shit to me that really fucked up my emotions. Whoa. <laughs> this is no joke. I had a medical professional say, I used to be a heroin addict, so I'm pretty good at this. As she was putting my ID in. <laughs> oh my god. I would leave. I would stand <laughs> up and leave. Fucking leave, dude. Just book. Oh, fuck no. Dude, but like for real, this one time, I did so. I actually do this a lot. It's a genetic thing, too, that my dad gave me because apparently it happens to him a lot. And it's actually super rare, but. Every so often, every couple of years of my life, dude, I twist my testicles in my sleep. And the only cure for that is to walk it off, let them untwist, or go to the doctors, and they fucking do it forcefully, and it hurts. Right. So, I knew what it was, I knew the pain, I just didn't know, like, what it was, and they explained it to me better, and I was like, oh, fuck, this has been happening off and on all my fucking life. Like, for weeks, I'd walk around with one testy being one size too big. And being freaked out about it, thinking like it was a sexual disease or some shit. So this fucking dude's like, now, what do you want to do? Do you want to untwist them here? And I was like, ah, oh, that shit sucks. And he's like, well, it's that or it's a few more days or weeks of walking it off. Which one? And I was like, yeah, dude, just undo them. So he makes me put a fucking gown on, dude. And he's like, you need to tie the back. It's not, it's going to keep falling. I'm like, I know, dude, I'm trying. And he's like, poof, I don't think that one's going to fit you. Let me get you another one. And he puts the other one on me. And it, I almost get it, dude. And I start tying, but it starts coming undone. And he's like, hmm, we have a problem. That's our biggest gown that we have. It seems that this one has met its match. <laughs> and, dude, like, it really fucked with my emotions. I was so sad. Oh, fuck me. I would be so upset. Dude, I was like, what the? Shit, I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> Fucking dying about it. And I was like, that's fucked up. Aubrey said some shit today about my weight, bro. Fucking, she was being an asshole, running in her mouth. And we were like, Aubrey, knock it off. And she's like, no, I say what I want. And I was like, excuse me. And she's like, you don't look at me. And so I took my fucking belt off. I was like, I'm going to come back there. I swear, I'm going to fuck you up. And I turned around to scare her. And she goes, no, no, no. You don't come back here. You won't fit. You're too big. Wow. This dick, dude. I was like, this fucking asshole's kind of right. Um, this dude, was, that I hurt. was 18 at the time when I went to my family doctor. The reason I was happy, the reason why I showed up was I was having <laughs> great pain urinating and was leaking a pus like substance. After getting a shot, I went to his office. I sat down, and this doctor lit a cigar, lay, leaned back in his chair. Took a big drag and said, I'm going to talk to you like a Dutch uncle. If you don't know it's clean, keep your goddamn zipper zipped up. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Dude, some of the doctors say the fucking smartest things. <laughs> like, my doctor a few years ago, dude, was like, so, um, your weight's a little high. Have you been exercising? And I was like, yeah, dude, I, I walk at least an hour every day. And he's like... Ugh. Looking at you, you're lying. I was like, that's fucked. <laughs> Dick, dude. I always wanted to say something funny to someone like that. The only thing that I ever really did that was like even remotely cool 
was when I was a security guard for Securitas, or Secure the Cox, as I like to call him. This fucking dude, like, went into the site I was at, and he was mad that he didn't have the right credentials to get in. So he just couldn't let him in. He was, like, pissed about it. You could tell he was a high-up individual and that he was important. And he did not like that this fat Mexican was telling him he can't go in. <laughs> it pissed him off. And then he was like, I want to speak to the manager. This is bullshit. And he's, like, spitting at the fucking mirror, dude, like, yelling. And I was like, okay, hold on, dude, calm down. Like, I'm a good people person. Let's talk this out. We don't want to do things we're going to regret, right? And he's like, okay. And I was like, what's your name? He's like, it's Richard. Richard Thompson. And I was like, okay, yeah. And he's like, what do you mean, yeah? And I was like, well, you look like a dick. I figured your name was Richard. And he's like, yeah. And he went right on, dude. It went over his fucking head. (laughs) Well, yeah, you, you look like a dick. And I said it. With all sincerity, dude, I wasn't even, like, trying to sound like I was joking. I really gave it to him, dude, and he just, like, yeah, and it brushed over his head. I got him to calm down, then he left. And my fucking boss is sitting there the whole time turning red, like, oh, no, oh, no, and he's freaking out. Then he's like, dude, that was fucking hilarious. You know that guy's driving home now, and he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> that fucking wetback call me a dick. <laughs> wait a minute. Dude, probably, man. He was an old ass dude. Like, he gave off like drink from this fountain vibes. <laughs> if that makes any sense, he was pretty old. Ah, Diet Pepsi. Have you seen the new fucking Diet Pepsi logo? The way they fucked it up. Dude, the new Pepsi logo sucks balls, but all yeah, do. it's fucking stupid, dude. It's They're almost trying to as bad look- as the Pepsi. Dude, I know it's like trying to look retro, and I'm like, no, dude, you fucked it up. Go back to the original if you really want to make it look like the original. They always or, fuck these designs up. Well, they change their logo like every nine days, it feels like. I know, dude. It's always something fucking Mountain Dew is notorious for that. And you know what's crazy, though? When you're watching like movies that clearly tell you what year it is because you see like a soda can with a logo from that year, it right. brings back like childhood memories like dude i was watching spider-man with toby mcguire and when he's in his room doing the web blasting he hits the dr pepper can the original that had like the actual fizzy look yeah dude i was like whoa this was clearly in 99 2000 when they filmed it probably okay we have currently now an article from friends hub that is the the fuck is friends hub Gay-friendly cities in America. So, ladies and gentlemen, the cities you should not go to. Do not go to these cities. Number one. Yeah, could have told you. San Francisco. Don't go to San Francisco. It's a hellhole. You You might get grabbed by a tranny. Number three. New York. Don't go to New York. There's nothing there. You want to see the Statue of Liberty? Try again. Go to France. Go to Las Vegas. (laughs) Number four, Los Angeles. Don't go to Los Angeles. You're going to get mugged. Don't do it. Five, Chicago. Is it St. Patrick's Day? No, don't go. It's a a lose-lose situation, okay? Chicago, you're going to get shot. Six, Seattle. Do you want to see nothing but naked homeless people shooting heroin into the tips of their penis? 
then don't go to Seattle because you're because there it's a bad city. Seven, Portland. Do you want to see what poverty looks like? Go to Portland. It's poverty. like it's like Kenya in in America. It's Portland. Kenya. It's bad. Eight. Austin, great barbecue. You may be able to go to Austin. Austin may be okay. We're starting at the bottom of the list here. Because Armorello sucks. Nine, Denver. Don't come to Denver. Stay the fuck out. Actually, if you live in Denver right now and you like Democrats, leave. Go home. Go back to to California. Go to any of those other cities I talked about before. Have fun. Get out of Denver. (laughs) Number 10, Palm Springs. Yeah, what the fuck is Palm Springs doing on this list? Palm oh, Springs oh. is just a bunch of like super rich white people. Yeah. Ellen Page lives there. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of people bitching about it. Elliot! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking assholes. Someone's always got something to bitch about. Massachusetts. No one's ever been to Provincetown, Massachusetts. If you want good seafood, go somewhere else. Atlanta, Georgia. Don't go to Atlanta. You're going to lose your car and your (laughs) shoes. It's over. You're going to lose your car and your shoes. Minneapolis, Minnesota. You're going to get. You're going to die in a riot. Okay. I'm still recording. Your house could get burned down. Philadelphia. Fuck that. Miami. Miami's a cool place. You can go to Miami. Boom! Yeah, Miami's on there. Well, I mean, it's kind of like the co-capital of the world if you really think about it. Let's see. If you want some good cocaine, that's where you would go. Look at the co-capital world, Peru. According to, in the last two years, Peru has been the world's largest producer of cocaine. So, if you want to get that yippy sniffy, that yippy sniffy, go down to Peru. It'll get you right up. The yippy snippy, is that what you just called it? The yippy sniffy. What the fuck? Yeah, hold on. Starting the movie. Fucking, I've been watching uh, reruns of fucking South Park, dude. Just like binge watching the whole series. I forgot how funny as fuck some of the older episodes were. There's like one episode where Mr. Garrison. It's finally out of the closet. And this fucking, like, this, like, straight dude keeps hitting on him, and he's like, I don't want none. I ain't gay. I'm not fucking gay. This and that. Well, anyway, in the background, some, like, volcano erupts in town, and, like, the fire from the volcano, like, starts brushing through everything. It goes through the building that Mr. Garrison and this dude are in, and it gets the dude, and it fucking burns him alive. And Mr. Garrison's like, yeah, serves you right, you gay bashing homo. <laughs> Dude. Or there's an episode where there's they're making fun of Russell Crowe. He's got a TV show. It's like making movies, making music, and fighting around the world. Oh yeah, fighting around the world. And then he's like, I'm gonna go fight. <laughs> or they made fun of Steve Irwin too. They're like, I'm gonna go put my finger in his butthole. <laughs> Fucking South Park. Oh my god. Eventually. But, uh, Eventually we will eventually we will go to Casa Bonita. But it's fifty bucks a person, so fuck you. God damn, it's fifty? My dude, that's not happening. Yeah, and it's not all you can eat anymore. It's not all you can eat anymore. Oh what the fuck? Oh no, I don't know about that. 
I still want to go though. Like it's kind of like hard to. <laughs> Me and Chanel. We're just gonna go down to Thomas Place, the big old taco stand down by the road. We're gonna go and knock down there. We're not gonna be comfortable spending fifty dollars for some enchiladas. And our dad that 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 tastes good, but you only get one in the enchiladas. You better be ready for you one enchilada. You still hungry, fat ass? Shut up. Eat nip and go eat a soap of pee, you fucking fat ass. Go eat a soap of pee. Soapias were delicious. You ain't got some honey on that bitch. Nah, dude, fucking me and Chanel decided that when we go, we're definitely not taking the kids for the first time because then we won't get to enjoy it. There's no fucking way we will, dude. Daddy, look at swimming pool. <laughs> dude, it would no, be no, 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 stuff for you, Aubrey, stuff for you. <laughs> so the gorilla still is there, but did you know that every now and then Al Gore comes out and chases a guy dressed as Man Bear Pig? Oh, no. Yeah, they have an actor that plays Al Gore, and he comes out and he chases Man Bear Pig. <laughs> Instead of the gorilla. This is just so fucking funny, dude. Like, it's Sal Park for you. But, hey, dude, I got to cut out early because I got to go do my slave work in the morning. Gay. Yeah, dude, really gay. But thanks, guys, for listening. Again, sorry for the disappointing reality, but we're going to get there eventually. We just ask that you hang in there with us. We got to hang in there. So we'll get that interview. And until then, I'm going to keep fanboying. Love those dudes. But anyway, if you like what you heard here and you would like to check out more, you got to go to the home base, baby. That is the website of the Great Earth Podcast. That is thegreatearthpodcast.com. Again, for all the deaf children in the back, that is thegreatearthpodcast.com. I'm Tony, one half of your favorite fat duo with my other half, Austin. Buddy, my man, I'll see you on the next one. Adios. <laughs>